faithful, faithful listeners, Beth Himes. I think I've talked about her before. Yeah. She's a teacher at Hinkley. She loves us. She listens all the time. Nice. She's a huge Disney fan and has never played Villainous, so she'd really like that episode. But yesterday, apparently, they she's the swim coach at Hinkley also, and her and Vanessa were judging diving. And <laughs> I saw the picture that they posted. Yeah. <laughs> and so they kept doing tins. And they said, mm. A tin! Nice. <laughs> the best part of that is that they're doing it because of us. Right? <laughs> <They're> not, <laughs> and it's from a movie. Yeah, right? They're not doing it as ironically as we are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're quoting us who are quoting a movie. A movie. Right. Like, yeah. And they're probably doing it a little less vulgar sometimes. <laughs> a fucking tan. A fucking tan. Yeah, they probably didn't say that. freshman right? swim, <laughs> swimmer. <laughs> they probably don't realize that that's from a scene in a strip club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where a teacher, no less, yes. is stripping yeah. in front of the students. Oh God, that makes it so much nice better. Irony. Hopefully, <laughs> I hadn't even right. hopefully these swim students listen to our podcast too. Now they know <laughs> what their teachers were doing. Stripping? They might be. Could be. I know one teacher in no, a it's movie hot that didn't want there for a PM. Do you know if any of your students listen to us? <laughs> I thought you were going to say. <laughs> do you know if any of your teachers are strippers? Yeah, that's what I was. Do you know any teachers that also strip? <laughs> While we're on the subject, <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a few. Doubt came in my mind, as I'm sure it's coming to yours. Even one to ponder about whether it's right or not. These last two are many days. Welcome back, everybody, to the Board Game Social Club. We're coming back at you today with our latest episode. But first, say hello to my two friends, Robbie and Josh. Hello, everyone. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. How's it going, guys? It's going, going good. Nice to see good your to faces. Back. Yeah. Yeah. Real in-person job. Yeah. Again, finally. Yeah, it's been a while. It has. I know you couldn't tell because of the perfect editing. Great sound quality. Perfect editing. It's really good. Yeah. It's we haven't really even good. recorded at the same time in months yeah that's true <laughs> just kidding that's true i It'd do my awesome. part send it to robbie yeah he does his witty banter <laughs> <Just> listens <laughs> input stuff respond laugh here <laughs> <laughs> just note josh's notes tell yeah. us when to laugh yeah. that's really why josh that. sounds so funny all the time <laughs> right and yeah, josh's jokes really they nail it he's yeah, good with really a laugh track land. real good <laughs> we should record a laugh track that'd be funny <laughs> <laughs> there it is right there, there. <laughs> Just, just put it on a loop. <laughs> I said I have done that. Like somebody laughed a little, but it wasn't. There's like a punch of dead space, so I just sort of loop. You did. Like, I've done that. I've never heard it. Go. Yeah. yeah catch it. <clears throat> like God, I have a really repetitive laugh. Do I sound like, like that? Ha 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 ha. Then just speed it up. Turns yeah. out laughing is like kind of a repetitive thing, anyway. So. Right. Yeah, true. It really works out. A good editor can just make it sound good. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, good to be back. Glad yeah. we're here. Josh, what game are we playing? We are playing Carcassonne. What a good one. The wonderful wow. world of Klaus Jürgen's Carcassonne. I feel like a lot of board game makers are named Klaus. There's another Klaus. Yeah, where was it? Klaus. Um, Catan. Catan. Oh, yeah, Katana's Klaus. What is it? Is it the yeah. same Klaus? It, <laughs> is it the same guy? <laughs> Tuber. Tuber. Klaus Tuber. It's a different Klaus. Klaus. 
There really, there really are a lot of good board game makers named Klaus. At least two. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> two, two good ones though. Two good ones. Two, two favorites. Very similar games. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say that would make content. a yeah. lot of sense if this was Klaus Tuber. Yeah. <clears throat> what is his last name? Jurgen Reedy. Jurgen Reedy. Jurgen Reedy. Or Jurgen. Red, red, W R combination. Yes, not very common. Klaus, go ahead and check out our social media. You can message us, tell us the correct pronunciation of your name. Not trying to be rude on purpose. We just don't know. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, send us a message on our social media if you'd like to check out our social media. Thanks for the nice little. Thanks for the lead in age. Nice little lead. At BGSC Podcast on Instagram, mm. Board Game Social Club at gmail.com. If you'd like to send us a message, we'd love to hear from you. Like we did from Connecticut. Yeah. Right. What's his face? Oh, Connecticut. <laughs> if you're out there, we don't use names anymore. Good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We got in trouble for our legal team. Yeah. Yeah. They sat us down. They said, hey, you don't put out people's government, not on the net. So we don't. So we don't. Sound like Michael Scott being like <laughs> the prison Mike. Prison, yeah. Prison Mike. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so check it out. Go to social media. There'll be some pictures of this game up. You can check it out. Um, like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. There. Yeah. We need that. Uh, or our sponsors will drop us. <laughs> sponsors. Morning today. sponsors. Brought to you by Tropicana and Martin. Martini and Rossi. Rossi. Martini and Rossi. This Cheers. is for you. Oh, there we go. I'm, oh, I'm yeah. on the end, so. Yeah, we're, we can. Yeah, maybe you guys choose that, that. that hand. All right. Well, should we get into the game description? Let's do I it. I bet we should. Robbie, cue the music. Listen closely, everyone. Do you hear that? Is that a fife? The sound of a renaissance festival and people chatting in the streets? Or perhaps you are nowhere near the city and all you hear are insects buzzing around green open fields as far as the eye can see. Welcome to Carcassonne. She doesn't seem like much right now, but over time, her roads will branch out like the web of a spider, joining city after city, farm after farm. And all of this is yours for the taking. But you are not alone. Others have happened upon this paradise as well. Will you share the wealth or beat them out of any chance of domination? In the end, who will claim the cities, roads, and farms of Carcassonne? The object of the game is to claim cities, roads, and farms and turn those claims into points. The person with the most points at the end of the game is the winner. Fantastic. This game came out in the year 2000. Currently on Amazon, you can pick it up for about thirty-one fifty play with two to five players the normal time to play is, is around 225 two two five two two five two five <laughs> <laughs> if you got that many friends and that many <laughs> boards <laughs> it's a big board but yes you can play with two up to five players <laughs> from two to five players time to play 30 to 45 minutes recommended age is going to be seven and up and this game type is going to be a family game. It's tile-based, and it's a board builder. Let's start off by talking a little bit about the game board, because, well, there isn't one. 
at least not at the start of the game, and not in the traditional sense. In Carcassonne, you build the game board as you go, piece by piece, or should I say, tile by tile. After a while, the board will begin to take shape, depicting a multitude of cities, roads, and fields. Speaking of tiles, let's talk about them. There are 84 of those, all showing incomplete sections of cities and roads on a green background, with a couple of monasteries thrown in for good measure. The backs of these tiles all show the same light pattern with a dark C for Carcassonne, except for one, the starting tile. Nothing really special about the starting tile other than the game makers have decided that this is the tile that begins the game. It can easily be spotted because it has a dark pattern with a light C on the back. Let's talk about some accessories that go along with this game. This game is very light in the way of accessories, especially the base game. Really the only pieces are the game tiles and the meeples. Meeples are representative of you as the player. Meeples, which comes from my people. Maybe. I did not know that. Yeah, I don't know if that's true. <laughs> nice. Uh, Speculation. <laughs> Probably. Speculation. They are human-shaped little pieces that get placed on the game, uh, the game board as it develops. Finally, there is a scoreboard, so you can attempt to keep track of who's in the lead. The scoreboard looks like an old path in Carcassonne and is numbered 0 to 49. Over the course of the game, it is likely that players will complete more than one lap around this track. Just like the board of this game, the playing space is unique because the playing space is created while you play. Everyone utilizes the same space and adds to it as the game progresses. Awesome. Let's take you through a, a turn overview here. Um, there are two things to be done during your turn, actually three. Um, the first thing is you have to play a tile. Draw a random tile off the top of the deck, or pick one out of a bag, or however you want to do that, and place it on the board in an appropriate location. More on that later. From there, you may play a meeple on that tile, if you so choose, and if you have an available meeple to play. You may play a meeple on a section of city, so long as it is not connected to another city tile that already has a meeple. You may play it on a section of road, so long as it is not connected to another road tile that already has a meeple. You may play it laying down in a field, so long as it is not connected to another field tile that already has a meeple. Or you may place it on a monastery. And then the final thing to remember to do is, if by placing a tile you complete a city, a road, or the surrounding area of a monastery, you need to score the proper points for all players involved. There's not a lot to the mechanics of gameplay for Carcassonne. You can do the two actions AJ just mentioned, and that's pretty much it. Playing a tile involves matching up any side of the tile that comes in contact with other tiles. Roads must attach to roads, cities to cities, and fields to fields. It's kind of like building a big puzzle. Playing a meeple is really important in this game. This is where most of the important mechanics actually, in my opinion, come into play. The only way to join a feature that someone has already claimed is with a sneak attack. This involves playing it cool somewhere near the feature you want to join. Play a city tile one space away and not connecting. Place your meeple on that city space. Then, in a future turn, join the two cities together and voila, you are now a partner in the city. Do this enough times and you could take it over. As AJ mentioned, one scores points by completing different things and the points vary depending on which point avenue you are traveling. Completed cities are worth two points per tile they consist of. Roads are one point per segment of road. Surrounding a monastery gives you nine points or one point per tile surrounding. Players can also farm Carcassonne, and the farmer receives three points per completed city in the farmer's farm. The winner 
is the player who has the highest score after all final scoring has been completed. You do the final scoring once the final tile has been played. Alright, and that brings us into a couple of the other games in the series. And one awesome thing about this game is there is a metric fuck ton of expansions. That's the way it was put to me. <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard that that phrase as well. Yeah, to turn a phrase. <laughs> and that just makes this game super expandable. And uh, not to get into all of them, but some of the more common ones, in fact, the ones that kind of come with the base game right now, would be the river. The river flows through the landscape of the realm, offering new challenges and opportunities. And it also will come with the abbot. The abbot enjoys both his quiet work in the monastery and tending country gardens. While you can place the abbot on either, you can also remove him early to score points. Doesn't that sound fun? Huh? What an (laughs) add-on. Sounds great. And just to throw in one that we did all play together the other night, inns and cathedrals. Cathedrals and inns increase the value of your cities and roads, but only if you can finish them. Large meeples can tip the majority in your favor when you need it the most. That was a fun one. Wow. Uh, Yeah, that is a fun one. You know, not to get into all of them, but, you know, they do add, it's, it's really cool what they what the expansions add in. You wouldn't think they could change the game so much just adding, like, one new piece, but... Yeah. They really do. And with so many of them, you can take this game any way you want. Yes. Flying machines, fairies. Not like not like flying fairies, but, like, boats. <laughs> like boat oh, fairies. Oh, oh. <laughs> I was confused. The fairies. A vast army of roads surrounds the realm of Carcassonne. New ferries along these roads alter paths, providing new opportunities to any of your enterprising thieves. Wow, nice. That sounds neat. I just read something kind of interesting. There's a mini, there's, it's called the Carcassonne Minis, came out in 2012, and there's six standalone mini expansions, but in every mini expansion, you get like eight tiles or something, like eight new tiles, and they each include one tile, that when you put them all together makes like when you get the six expansions, it creates a seventh expansion with those the single tile you got from each of the six before. Wow, oh, that's cool. That's <laughs> yeah. sneaky bastard. I know. Yeah, what a weird trick. <laughs> yeah, I, I like it. I'm into it. I mean, yeah, it does make you want to get them all. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, it's kind of cool. We'll get into this a lot more, I'm sure. But this game is simple enough that it. It's a really cool game for them to have this many expansions with. Well, and the mechanics of just like placing a tile and placing a meeple, you know, it just makes the the option to expand the game like really easy. Right. Anything you can think of, you could. Yeah, and also like create some the backstory pieces. of everything. You know, like it's just a land, like it's just Carcassonne. So, like to be able to add a river and then add ferries across the river and like inns and cathedral. Like it's just so easy to think of anything you could do in a landscape or right, a, yeah. a town or a city or whatever. Right. Yeah. To build it into the story. Right. Yeah. And it looks like they ran with anything they could think of. Yeah. <laughs> they just went yep. with it. There's a bunch. All there sorts of a lot. I wonder when the latest one came out. What was the newest release? Looks like they have a bunch of different versions of the big box. They have like big box one and two and three and four and five and six. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, they have a sixth big box. Came out in twenty seventeen. And there's no um there's no doubles other than like the base game? 
do you think um no they all include like it looks like they all include inns and cathedrals and traders and builders oh, okay and then there's a bunch of different things from there like the one in 2017 has those seven mini expansions that i was talking about interesting plus inns and cathedrals and traders and builders oh that's cool yeah hmm but yours does have the dragon, right? Didn't you say it? No. No, it that's what I was confused. One. It what? has the like, mage and witch. That is so weird because according to to this Wikipedia page, you should the original big box has Inns of Cathedrals, Traders and Builders, The Princess and the Dragon, Tower, and River. Yeah, this is not the original big box then. Oh, well, this one has 11. Maybe it's the newest one? So you have flying Inns and cathedrals, traders and builders, the flying machines, the messengers, yes, gold mines, the fairies, yeah, the gold yeah. mines, mage, mage and, and witch, witch. yeah, robber, the robbers, and, and the crop circles. circles. Yep. So you actually, I think, maybe have that the one we're talking about with that I was saying about the pieces that come together to form the seventh expansion. Oh, that's that one. Yeah, it's all those. Sweet. <laughs> that is that. awesome. That makes so much sense. How we would have like played with ryan that time and like we definitely played with that damn dragon thing yeah that was like you said like i think he had the big box yeah so there you go i mean it looks just like that yeah just different i mean can you is there like a reason you couldn't play with two boxes like the base game and this game and just two rivers or whatever that'd be awesome actually yeah i don't see a river no the way this game works is like you just in the game tiles you know like why wouldn't it work right i would yeah i would think you could put as much together as you want let's I mean, not talk that, about that because that could just be like rule changes or something. <laughs> <laughs> let's wait on that conversation okay. i was thinking all sorts of fun stuff mega <laughs> the mega, mega game box. with mega, every big yeah. box and every expansion all on one board wow, wow. and you have Stay teams <laughs> no stop <laughs> all right let's go um <laughs> all right. let's just dive right let's into go universal parts. Universal game specific topics. Universal <laughs> slash game specific. Favorite part. Kind of contradictory. I feel like it's fine. It made sense when we wrote it. <laughs> favorite parts of the game. What's your favorite part, Josh? I just like the randomness. I really, I like that. There's no set. There's a, it's so simple. I love that. You just just go. Pick any value. <laughs> It's getting very vague. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, what favorite part is the, the just the gameplay, the way it's set up, that you don't start with like a hand, a deck, or anything. You get mm. one tile, and that's your move. I, I love the simplicity. They like really. I like the simplicity of it, but it's so, you know, like wide open. You get one place, but you can play it so many different ways. Right. It's so it's simple, but it's it's really big. I yeah, sure. And as the, the game goes on, it just gets more interesting right. in that aspect yeah it's not like you have you know a, a hand of cards to choose from you get one choice and then a lot of places you can play that one choice i like that that gameplay mechanic that seems unique i enjoy that mm-hmm. yeah it's kind of like the starting tile you have you can almost like analyze the whole game as it goes like how many choices you have you know as you go like the starting right. tile has two roads a city and a field right yep so like no whatever piece you pick, you have probably have four options potentially, depending on like if there's a road mm-hmm. and a city. I was actually and a field. I was actually <laughs> right. thinking in the in the instructions they actually say like in the rare case where 
it's illegal to place like you can't place and i was like how that you know like how would that work and i think the only way that it would work is like very early on um where like you don't have that option you know if somebody places a like i was thinking specifically like where it has like a field and then three of the sides are city if you placed that on the field section of the starting tile then you literally would have to have a city or a road like every yeah. single thing you'd have to have is a city or road so like if you a drew field a, or a road no oh, you place it yeah. on the field oh i see he covers the so right, then the so other like version. if the next person drew like a monastery surrounded by all fields like you literally couldn't even play that piece so but I that'd be so rare yeah um, yeah that's a like that that situation yeah, <laughs> yeah. there might not be more than <laughs> i was trying to think yeah, yeah. yeah there it is i think the other weird one is like like when there's a bunch of tiles in the middle of the board that are missing yeah oh, and yeah. then you have you draw a piece that like won't fit in those but then there's so many pieces around the, outside, the outside that you can yep. usually connect to yeah so but yeah so as you go you know like you're just your options for where you can place your tile just grow and grow and grow mm -hmm. so by the time you're at the very end you're like you can place this anywhere right and you're always concentrating on like how it will help you so like the options that you have that are like smart options maybe aren't huge but like you do have so many places that are like legal placements yeah nice. so that's my favorite thing good, good favorite thing <laughs> what do you got what do you like about it um i like i think i think i like the fact that it's like a set time there's not a lot of games that are unless they're built around like a stopwatch or like a um like an hourglass type of setup there's not a lot of games that um, it's just a set amount of things you have to do, and then the game is just over. You know, right? Like it, can, yeah, it, was, it can, <clears throat> it's variable. Whereas this is like literally, you just place a tile, and when the tiles run out, the game is over. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's that's kind of that's like sure. It's not first to a number. Or, that's the only other. I was trying to think of other games we, or any games we did with the same sort of idea where ticket to ride you have pieces train pieces oh yeah when the tiles. train pieces when they run out and that's over. your and that's your timer that, that's true I, was trying to, I don't there's not too many games like that no though. usually that's it's really like neat. first you know it's like first to a, a point 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 so then the game can keep going as long as it needs right to. right yeah i guess ticket to ride even has a little more variability because anybody could one person because it's only that. one person yeah like, yeah it's any one person tiles. can end it it's right not run out the game itself so. and like every turn i don't necessarily have to play a train and right. so everybody could like potentially just draw cards the whole time or whatever yeah that is whereas good. this is just like a ticking clock yeah, every time you place a tile 84 right is that 84 84 yep. so is in that the including in the, the starting tile yeah so 83 turns mm -hmm. interesting is that is that add up that i think so 84 minus one is carry the, carry the <laughs> Yeah, so it's a it. rounding. Yeah, let me get my calculator. Turns, actually, let's right. just double check, just in case. So, in a four-person <laughs> game, you get twenty moves, twenty and three quarters moves. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> One person gets <laughs> yeah screwed. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, so I like that, and I like that. So then, like, if you add an expansion, you know that every time you add tiles to the game, you're just adding yep. time to the game. Yes, you know, it's pretty cool. And that's if you're like, I, really we cool. have a little bit of time to play a game, let's just play the base game. You know, or if we're playing like a uh, game night where we have hours to play or something and we have all the expansions then yeah. okay we yeah. just know it's gonna take that much longer right so even getting into you know 
your favorite thing about the time. If you, I would think even if you played with almost all the, like if you, if we played this whole big box, I think we could play in an hour and I don't think it would push it over, you know, an hour. It's a pretty quick game to begin with. I don't think adding it, even playing the biggest version of it, you're not Mm -hmm. in for a, you don't even risk. Like you're not even in for that big of a game. It's not that huge of a time commitment, which is cool that you can, throw all these expansions in and you're right. still not i wonder how many of them yeah. come with lots more tiles because like I the abbot does not come with tiles right it kind of abbot didn't yeah there's no new tiles that's like the those garden ones are in the base yeah gardens yeah are in the base gardens mm-hmm. are in the base they just figured out something to do with them oh okay so the but abbot actually, honestly that might have that might be like i wonder if the original that. like oh original, that's it because we got you know. the one that comes with oh the abbot that and could be the true. river so I don't know if those are that added, but but either way, I think that there were, I think there were like eight tiles in each of those mini expansions, just from what Wikipedia said. Okay, so that's like four so minutes, four minutes per per mini expansion. It's not bad, and maybe that's a good rule of thumb after you know how to play. So yeah, like if you're true. really unboxing it for the first time, you probably you're gonna take longer. But well, especially like all well, the yeah. expansions, yeah, which is just learning how to do what. There's just do. a lot of little things. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I kind of regret the way we... Because we played this a long time ago with Ryan when he first got the big box. And when we played, it was like, yeah, why wouldn't we just play with all the expansions? You mm-hmm. know? And so we just threw them all in there. And then going back and like relearning how to play it with just the base game, I definitely wish we would have just played the base game way back then. Yeah, yeah. or like added one or something. Just mm. kept it more simple. Yeah, because the base game is super fun. And it's really simple. Yep. Right. And I could see, I mean, there's... When you add eight more different piece types, it's just like, okay, so what can I do with this one? Can, right. I, can I take this one off whenever I want? Or, yeah, it's, I could see that getting to be a lot if you didn't know, if you weren't like intimately with each one. You yeah, know, like exactly. Play this expansion, learn it. Then you throw them all together and you're like, oh, okay, I know what this can do. That right. would probably speed it up a little. Yeah, and I mean, the base game even recommends not even playing with the farmer the first game. Uh-huh. Like, it doesn't even recommend playing with right. all the base game rules yeah. the first time. I say they have that little map in there. It's like, this is kind of how farming works, so... But it, it's a little intense. <laughs> it's really confusing. <laughs> yeah, it's confusing. Yep. And I think they just probably get more... They just keep adding things like that that yeah. are a little confusing if you don't know... The exact mechanics of it. Yeah, if you don't know everything that came before, like you said. Like, hmm. getting intimately familiar with each yeah. one. yeah. <laughs> yeah what about you hage um i really like the sneaky thing robbie was talking about the sneak attack the oh, sneak yeah. attack um call that the josh i really yeah the old <laughs> the old jc move um yeah i like how you can um like play a tile that is purposefully not connected to like a city you're interested in and play your piece there and then try to connect them later to try to like take over a city somebody else has started or like a road that somebody else has started or a big one that we, that has come up a lot with all of us is like the farming um once there's like enough completed cities then owning a farm around them is like really valuable so you try to like be i don't know if sneaky is the right word because everybody knows what you're doing like, <laughs> that's, but that's but like you try to it's, I mean, there's only so many ways to do it legally, you know? Like, you can't place a farmer where there's already one. So you have to place a tile kind of off the beaten path, put your farmer on it, and then work hard to connect it. And that whole aspect is really just fun to try to do and complete and, like, fight each other over certain things. So I really like that. 
I agree. I think that the ran the fact that you get a random tile, so you can't necessarily always play into one strategy. Right. So like having the you ability have to get for long that. plays. Yeah. I love long plays. It's like, well, I can't do anything else, so I'm going to put this guy seemingly in the middle of nowhere and mm-hmm. make him a farmer, and then just knowing that slowly <laughs> yep. I'm going to close in that grass. Hopefully. And yep. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's really, really fun. Yeah, it's fun to think about how that all fits together with points. Because with the two-player game, like you said, like if you share a city, then it's like you both just score nothing. Right. Yeah. Ultimately, like it's kind of like, like I think of basketball like this. Like you're really just you just need to be the differential needs to be like right. high. It doesn't matter if I score a thousand points in basketball as long as the other team doesn't score a thousand and one. Right. You right. Know? So, and I guess that's any sport <laughs> that you play. But for some reason, basketball just really makes me think. Right. About and it changes a lot if you add a third player to this game yes, right then exactly. all of a sudden like it is worth it for like josh and i to score a bunch we know we're leaving you behind and then he and i will figure out who wins later right, right. and so then your task becomes like together together we're gonna you guys are gonna outnumber me and stuff but then at some point you have to start yeah. getting points up on yeah. on the other guy exactly you know? and the more people you have it just keeps adding to that strategy of right. like if we're all getting this city, then what's the point? Yeah, but if yeah. I don't play into this city, then everybody then every, else gets yeah. up on me. Then, it, so. then there is a point. Yeah. Right? It's either there's no point. <laughs> if we all get it, there's no point. But if we don't all get it, there is a point. Somebody got screwed. <laughs> right. Yeah. So So you have to kind of like keep all that in a, the balance. Right. A little bit know? of a point to it. Yep. And then sometimes I think, I think this probably leads into our next topic pretty well, but sometimes you're like deciding whether to fight the battles with everybody or just go score a bunch of little points by yourself that nobody's fighting you with. And and that's where you get your yeah. the differential in your points with everybody else. So that's true. That does good play the strategy. Yep. Yeah. Is that the next thing? Of course right, we yeah. could topic too. jump right in to it, to the strategy discussion. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's kind of, this is an interesting game because playing with you guys, several times now i don't know if there are different strategies like i could be wrong it's not like cult where like robbie's always gonna go for those what is it called those five what's the way you like to win in cult? The altars the altars yeah like altars or flash mob whatever they're called the mobs, <laughs> mobs. probably not flash mob. <laughs> um yeah this game like we all try to do it feels like we all kind of try to do the same thing you know you get your farmers in place you try to like build mega cities and um so yeah it's not really like a conversation of like which strategy is better it's all kind of like there's like little things like you yeah. know like you were saying How do you, you take it? quick points early um do you try to hold on to like mega cities in the hopes that you will eventually complete it and have a huge payday at the end or like you know, like I played with Adina so many times, she's never once put a farmer down. She just doesn't care about farming, and she just thinks, like, she hates not being, like, she hates not having meeples to use, and a farmer's just, like, you lose it for the whole game. Yeah. Like, it's just in play. So she really doesn't like farming at all. So I guess there's, like, a little bit of, like, small things. Yeah, it almost becomes kind of like you, you were talking about, Josh, about, like, the, you can't, you know, the tile that you have that might not play into what you want it to do or what you're trying right. to do overall. Your strategy is like taking over cities and stuff. And so you have to, your strategy becomes like, how well can you adapt any tile to fit into something that you need to do? You know? Right. I think 
I mean, I think what I try to do is I really, I love the quick this points. Is, hold on. Let me get my <laughs> notebook. I got to figure it out. Let me write down. Write this down. Go ahead. Um, Continue. I, so Just it's like forward. I diversify, <laughs> like between quick points, like my meeples. I try not to have, well, I mean, I do farm, mm-hmm. but only like to start, I try to have one. I don't really like to use too many. Right. Until you get to the long play and you know what farm you want you know what wh- which ones actually got cities and stuff so i'm kind of like a dina i don't farm early that seems like a late game thing and again trying to sneak into those big farms especially because you don't know like you said you have no idea what farm is going to be good early right i've played so many times where i like started a farm early and then people like you eroded completely eroded me right. in and it's a wasted meeple you'll never get to play <laughs> because yeah. well and then i think about that too if i can't play somewhere can i shut somebody else off like, right not only help right. myself, but how can I hurt somebody or make whatever they just did yep. not so good? Mm-hmm. So, like, um, if they're working on cities, I love doing that, is honing in. It's another thing I think of is I don't like people getting points. I don't. So, <laughs> if I see, like, somebody, like, long plays, I don't really do the long plays. I get into long plays. So, like, AJ, the other night, he had a huge-ass road, and I just, like, Played one tile over and put my guy on a road and then hooked into his road. Right. And then. So we're going to share points, but right. it took me nine turns yeah. and it took you two turns. Right. So and he used his. Yeah. Point. He held his. His meeple was out there for almost the whole game. Yeah. And I was huge. like, okay, well, I can two turns, get all the same points, and I get my guy back. So I tried <laughs> really to do that. Point. Meanwhile, your your meeple that you haven't been using has been like yes. getting quick points, a quick the city, whole time. a quick road, a yep. quick thing, and I. Yep. So I always like to have that quick score just for when you get those tiles that oh I can't play this really anywhere to help myself, but I could hurt him or I could join him or I could you know try to set up a farm for later, and I think one of the most important moves that you know you can talk about in a rule change is that two piece city, that. I mean, that's a quick four or six. I mean, maybe six points. Four to, yeah, I don't know four if there's eight, any I guess. shields. Oh, actually, I don't, I don't know, know if there's are. any shields. There's not a shield on the really like small on ones. A, yeah, I don't so four points. I mean, you can get four points on your turn and just do that uh, can pretty consistently. Not to mention if there's a bunch of those, that helps a farmer eventually. Like if there's a yeah. lot of those little ones. Yeah, and yeah. so again, putting those somewhere where you maybe have a farmer or intend to put a farmer or right. could play a farmer, those are good choices. And then... Um, one other thing I noticed is like the, the in-game scoring, like I find myself like those little points add up and I'll be in the twenties or thirties and you know, the long plays might be able to score 40 or something when they finish said city or said road, but I'm already at like 30 something and they're at five. Right. And mm-hmm. just they haven't because scored the little things, they're not taking those like easy points right and you can get a shit ton of points on those long plays but you can also hone in on those big points so like right. i spend like a third of the effort on those huge ass mega cities and i maybe play two pieces that eventually i can connect in i have two people in there already so, so your strategy is don't start the mega stuff but yeah. try to join it yeah spend <laughs> your right. don't do all the work to yeah. either join a big thing or close a small right. thing yep hmm. and yeah it seems to work or like if somebody's about to finish a city a mega city that you can't be a part of you put a piece that screws it up so that either (laughs) they can't finish the city right yeah you're taking half their points away you put a weird road piece leading into it where there's no you know there's two pieces that can finish it so right it's like 
there's ways to hinder other people's cities if you can't get in on it you can still stop them Mm -hmm. yeah really like there is no benefit to a big city you know like you might gather some some shield tiles that give you an extra couple of points right but every city tile is worth two points in a closed city whether it doesn't whether whether it's 10 tiles in a city or two tiles in a city you know so closing five two tile cities is the same you yeah. know mm-hmm. as one and especially if you consider biggest, like as one yeah. let them all do Ten the work tiles, you know <laughs> yeah because then you're just like you could try to get the points anyway you're not hurting by just letting them keep building like a mega city makes you really think back about how dumb it was <laughs> some of the stuff i know because you're i don't know why but you're like tempted it's yeah. like the puzzle building thing you just want like this yeah. little how tiny big city looks shitty uh-huh i don't want this stupid little city yeah this i have this big piece i can maybe get into though mm-hmm. <laughs> right so i'm jumping in on it you know farmers throw a, a an opposite sort of thing to that like if somebody has your farm where you're doing all these little cities then you're just you're giving them three points every mm-hmm. time you get four points so mm-hmm. there's that like you get a little differential there right that's, a, but, that's where you gotta try to couple <laughs> so, right try to get try to make sure and go so, after that farm at the end or something yeah, right know. Or, you know, that's where the benefit of having a big city over three, over the five small cities, you know, mm-hmm, a right. 10 tile city is still only three points for a farmer. For a farmer. Compared yeah. to right. three yep. points per little city, you know. Yeah, that's a good point. It's almost like, like, this is a game that I think you could probably really nerd out on if you really wanted to. And like, you could get every meeple and figure out what are your points per meeple that scored yeah, maximum right yeah because you know you have seven meeples mm-hmm. and if you just put them all out there and then try to close whatever they're on you know maybe you get a lot of points from that but how many points per meeple did you was yeah. that you know um or maybe it's like how many meeples you could look at just how many meeples did you score in the game the other thing just like is very like sort of similar just another wrinkle is i find myself getting trapped in like thinking something is important and then it ends up like not making any difference, you know, like, um, like at the end of the game, it's like we have, we all have this farm we're going for and that like I spend literally five or six turns in a row with this like plan and I got the, and I add another farmer and I finally get the farm and we're all score and that farm was worth 15 points and I was down by 30 and you're just like, why <laughs> yeah. did you spend right. half the game trying right. to gain 15 points? Just the winner's going to get 83 points or something, you know, like just think about like, yeah, like your your effort, you know, and how many points that gets you, and try to maximize. Right, right. Is the juice worth the squeeze? Is like I always say. <laughs> <That's>, yeah, <laughs> words to live by. Well, I mean, even getting into that, we just the way we are playing. We how many times do we say, okay, well, I think there's two of that piece, or I think, yeah, I think there's three of this yeah. one piece. I need this, and so like, just in inherently we delved into this game pretty deep like right memorizing <laughs> sure there's two of that piece so, yeah i know i saw it and right like oh there might be a third one but i think it's got a road on it <laughs> so like you like memorize the map really quick you you find find yourself like i know that piece is there like you know the puzzle totally it's pretty cool totally that's actually yeah that's a really good point there's another game we played i can't remember which one it was that we talked about how like just knowing the game maybe it was villainous i think it i think it might have been knowing how many of the cards are in like the villain deck like yeah. i need this card 
to pull Peter Pan out or to pull a villain or right. whatever, and you had to fate yourself. I'm like, and I know knowing there's what, three of those cards. Knowing what other people are trying to do, you know, and just having yeah. that, having that like knowledge of the game as you play. You would also, right. I'm, I thought actually of Catan, and if you're like, if you do dev cards and you're searching for one that's say like another night or a victory, oh, yeah. then you sort of can remember how many you've drawn. Yeah, but other people are drawing. It's hard to know everyone's deck too, so that's right. hard. Yeah, with this game, it's all face up, so you you really do know. I can look, say like, there's only three monasteries out. You know, yeah, like I know there's three left or whatever. Right. So it's up in there. It's uh, out in the open. Yeah, and I can think of like a situation where you know someone with that experience sits down to play, and you have this piece, and you're like, oh man, if I could, if I place this here, then eventually I can like complete this city. You know, but. You, and you, then you place it because you don't know what's you, like it could be anything. And then if that piece doesn't exist, then you just wouldn't right. place that piece. Right. You know, you're like, oh, I would. I, that would be yeah. awesome, but yeah. I know they I'm never going to yeah, complete they don't that. Make that. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas like a newbie would not know that. Right. And some pieces are easier to do that than others because like like the one piece that's city on all four sides, like there's literally only one. Yeah. So if you're doing any kind of strategy where you would need that, like you literally have a one in. 84 chance plus it's just you i mean there's like it's really hard to factor on getting <laughs> right. that piece right and, and also maybe it's already been played so like right. you just know right away i'm not gonna not gonna do that because i'll never complete it yeah because on top of there only being one of those pieces you know you might not be the one to draw it you yeah. know yeah <laughs> or how many like people was, there are exactly or you know the same way knowing all the pieces is another way to you know, screw over people <laughs> like saying, okay, well, I know if I play this here, you can't finish that city. Totally. Like there's, there's no piece that's a road on one side of city on mm-hmm. one side and grass or something, you know, like right. a monastery with right. like half a city. They don't make that. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, Playing defense in this game is, yeah. is fun. You have to get like really creative with yeah. like how you do, yeah. like if you want to block cities or like that one time Vanessa was trying to get in on our mega farm and I like <laughs> played that one piece that had the road and it just made it so like her, field couldn't come around yeah, right. yeah um that part's cool another favorite part of mine <laughs> <laughs> blocking defense. well and that's like the cool thing about the expansions because it doesn't just like add more of the same tile it adds right. new yeah. interesting layouts yeah, like that the, part is really fun the witch hat that was like yep. my favorite yeah <laughs> it's my favorite thing that happened Did you witch hat me Did you witch, witch hat me out of it i couldn't believe it of all the pieces <laughs> which added me out of the not only part. block you but continue yes. your shit to the side sure. or there's the four-sided city that has yep. field in, in the, the middle field in yep. the middle yeah, it's like I, I think I and you farmed it right somebody, yeah. didn't you farm <laughs> the middle so that hopefully they all completed yeah like hopefully i get 12 fucking points out of this <laughs> yeah it's like the last piece i think <laughs> yeah right oh well, what about drinking i like I, I love to i love drinking yeah. yes it's one of my favorite pastimes I, for one, think drinking during Carcassonne is a great idea. It is very simple to play. Draw a tile, put it down. So why not use your other hand, successfully <laughs> hold the beer? Oh, yeah. oh that's you know, where we're going. It's just so simple <laughs> to do uh, that you can just drink while you're doing it. It's really a good idea. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that I have a lot to add to that. Not it's, a lot of ins and outs. Yeah, it's can you put this road with that other road? <laughs> right, true. You know. Yeah. Well, okay. Uh, 
once you get drunk enough where you literally don't understand that that road needs to right. connect so to there's the road. line so there's there the line is. you there cut that line. person off or <laughs> and also don't let that person drive home <laughs> <laughs> yep yep on a road yes on yeah. any road <laughs> yeah if they can't put this road with that road right then that road right. out there is right. not pretty good off limits that road's not that road's an illegal sobriety <laughs> test yeah <laughs> can you complete this straight road that actually is like a pretty good way to think about this question. Where where's the line? You know? Yep. Where's the cutoff line where you're like, now it's no fun. That person's too drunk. Yep. Yeah. There's only you there's illegal moves. So as long as somebody can pay attention Yeah, to, someone's I always mean, watching. As long as there's somebody coherent enough to, be like, you to can't say you can't do that. <laughs> yeah, so it's easy. not like you can <laughs> I mean, I guess if you play it illegally and nobody catches it. It is what it is, right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, this always like this conversation is always like half like, could you actually physically drink and like play the game? And then like the other sort of half of it is like, how much does it impede your chance to win? Yeah, yeah. and I actually think this game is like, you could be pretty drunk and have a pretty good chance to win more than most games. Yeah, I, I, think, I don't think it if it just... impedes nearly as much as other games we've talked about. I agree with that. I mean, if you go off agent like the four things, you know. It's pretty. It's pretty simple. It's simple enough that I don't think you can be confused. Like as long as you're, if you know the game and you know you're competent in the game, I don't think drinking would like yeah. adhere you enough to where you can't like make those decisions. There's so such a simple thing where where you might get screwed up is oh, where we get screwed up and we weren't like we played the other night we weren't drinking and <laughs> with still you farming is like yeah it takes a second like you, you put it down and you literally got to go okay oh shoot somebody's already in that farm like oh yeah right like, that's one thing that drinking or not takes a second so, also you wouldn't want a super true. drunk person like sort of like being in charge of keeping score kind of <laughs> yeah, right. right like i all i messed the board up a couple times and if you're the one in charge of like how many people are in that city and who gets the points and all of that like you know, yeah, yeah. A whole table full of drunk people are probably going to mess up some stuff, right? But at that point, I guess as long as everybody, yeah, exactly. again, if everybody's on the same level of drunk and they're all like, yeah, making the mistake together, they're like yeah. everybody sees what they're doing and like nobody's coherent enough to know that it's illegal. Yeah. Then is it yeah. illegal? Yeah, who cares? <laughs> right? No. Yeah, I think the yeah. first level of of things that you mess up by being a little bit drunk is is the misplacement of like the farmer right. for example that's the easiest one and right again as long as like, it's so easy to catch <laughs> yeah as long as your your drunkest person isn't the only one that knows how to play <laughs> yeah isn't the one like good teaching point. the game and it's like no that's totally illegal right that's fine <laughs> yeah. like t- yeah. trust me it's fine, yeah. fine. <laughs> just put that farmer yeah. down i can put this farmer. guy in the same They're friends beside him. farmer friends yeah yeah they used to work together it's, he's yeah, leasing it's, it. Yeah, it's a co-op. So, he's leasing. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think the next level of too drunk is the like you can't figure out how to place a tile. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's really those two things that you just yeah. don't want to mess up. Yeah. Otherwise, I think we're good. I don't think you drink. It's drink. just like such a well. <laughs> we're gonna get into it, but it's such a simple game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it goes fast and too. it's fast. Yeah. yeah. Like and it's game. not complicated. You don't have to like. I don't know. You just turn over a tile and place it. It's really right. mindless. That's why I think Adina and I end up playing so much. Is like you can play a game like a two-person game in like twenty minutes. Yeah. See, I wasn't sure. I was, I was wondering if it was longer. If it took a long time to play as two, but I guess it's the same amount of tiles. Yeah. yeah. And it's I don't know. You have like there's less. 
like when it's your turn again you sort of like you can just keep going with your plan kind right, of right somehow you less keep time. separate like a lot more like you don't play against other people it's harder to play defense you don't like steal cities i don't know it's weird it's you're like you, i'll steal you, your city you almost like, just cool. play your own shit like in front of you and they're doing their own thing and like you just it's like a race to points instead of trying to like affect the other person as much so. this would probably make a great conversation for a number of people you know oh, this game can be played josh said two two five people right with enough um, expansions yeah but with one expansion it becomes two two six which is the uh that'd be interesting cathedrals i've I'm never uh, oh yeah i did i forgot about that i've never have you guys done a five yes i played five no i've never played five i'd like to I don't think I've played a six. Well, maybe a long time I've never ago. played a six either. I never played above a four. Three and four. We played one three player. Right. The first one was just the three of us. Yeah. Yes. Vanessa didn't yeah. play that first game. So, yeah, I've played three and four. Nice. And a two. Very slowly playing a two online. <laughs> <laughs> As it would happen. Yeah. A three? No, we have a two-player one too. I don't oh. know why. I think I think it's the first one we tried to do, and it oh, didn't work for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you guys and just kept we playing. just kept playing. We nice. just kept it. Well, kept playing. Right, just as fast We've as been the other playing one is the same speed. Same speed. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> when I do one turn on one, I do it on the other. Nice. So, um, yeah, I think I've played two, three, four, five, and not a six. So two, three, four, five. The base game, I've played them all. But cool. Why don't you get us started? <laughs> cool. <then? laughs> oh, cool, good man. job. Yeah, nice. Hmm. I'll just Jim, get it. What's cool your story? Opinion? And which one do you think was the best? <laughs> Wait, is that mocking or is that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god! god. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> you pussy. Which one, huh? <laughs> um. Uh, hmm. Well, I think. I think more than number of people. <laughs> I think this game gets really frustrating when you have somebody who like takes forever on their turn. You know, like <laughs> I'm not talking about AJ. I'm not talking about just in general. Just in general, right? I understand. I think you were you're on the. Uh, I think on average you were fine. There was a couple times where it's like how many times, how many places? Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, man, come on. There's but, like three options. Let's go. Ken is like that too. He's like very very analytical about the whole thing like if i place it here what's going to happen and if i and he kind of like moves around the whole perimeter of the thing mm-hmm. and is like trying to figure it out you know so i think if you have six people and everybody's like just playing their pieces then it's just as enjoyable as two people or or three i don't think it i don't think there's a lot of change there for that i think i would play i would i would play slower i think with like six people what i kind of liked about like three or four like they, there's not as many people to mess up what you're thinking. Mm. More people, I would just think. I think I'd play slower because I'd have to think about what more people were trying to. Yeah. Do. Well, you do have more options. I definitely remember, like, like you said, if it helps you do something specific, it's quick. But if it doesn't, then you have options, and you're just like, well, how do I score the most points or or yeah. whatever. But then what really was hindering me a couple times is like, if in a four player game. Like, I was trying to decide, like, okay, fuck, this scores actually some for this person, or it scores for this person, and, like, who's winning, and, like, you know, like, it mm-hmm. it can become 
complicated. You can get bogged down in those in thoughts. Those thoughts. Of how do I how do I maximize the points? Yeah, exactly. Especially later in the game when you're like, I'm losing by four, and I don't yeah. know if I'm going to get the farm. So I like really should try very hard to take a few points away, or you know whatever. Yeah. Early in the game, it's way faster on average per turn, I would think, than the last couple. Right. That's yeah. true. It's less analyzing, but mm-hmm. also less like like we were saying placement restrictions. Or like where you can put a farmer now or something, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so you're trying to figure out like how do I how do I get into this farm? Trying to get creative with those with your pieces. Yeah, yeah, and I guess I mean obviously with more people, less turns you you get personally. Yeah, you know, that's true. Doesn't you, unless I guess you add the expansion, but still that still less per everybody. Yeah. So that might that might be kind of cool to see like how long plays work out with six people when you only have 84 or i guess you have to add those extra cards yeah which i think is like 12 or something maybe the river at 12 yeah the river adds 12 but you don't have to you don't have to add the river to play the ends and cathedrals no 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 i don't know i say just so you could get to a six if you like played the lowest six player game you could play on cards wise you're maybe 90 do they all add six cards or something all um, expansions allow you to use six people. I think so. I what think about like the Abbot, which doesn't like add cards at all? I add think tiles. I think technically, I think once as long you have as you six, have meeples, yeah. Why once, couldn't you? I you mean, could play the base game. I think with just the six. Like, yeah, I don't think it gives you, you, you even have to use those. No, I'm saying like you said, um, it adds like like it legally says like you could play with six people if you add a an expansion. It just comes with a new color. Of meeple. Yeah, I think it's more of that. It's more like... I see. It, this expansion also includes the option for a sixth player. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But like it's not they, specific I mean, to that expansion. It's just a new right, color. if they all came with like so a new, one new color, then you, it would just add a new right. person. Yeah. So I think you could play, yeah, base, base tiles, like base 84 game. tiles with six people once you have that expansion. Right. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Or but, if you have like a set of pennies... More nickels. <laughs> I was thinking any sort of true. It could be crazy to play an eighty-four person game, yeah. so that you just everybody has walk up one draw tile. tile, and how many points can you score with it? Damn! And you just see how it plays out. Let's talk about rule you put change. Your <laughs> <laughs> well, I think just to just to continue with the number of people thing, I think you're right. Like the less number of people you have, you. You have less to think about with the differential of points. You have less. To, you have more turns at your disposal. Yeah. To finish, like from start to finish, so you can do more. Um, yeah. Point so. scores go up. I'm sure, on average, with like a two person game, you probably both score a lot more than you would all score on a four person game. Right. I would. Yeah. I would. I would think. I, that's I mean, true. that makes it would have to sense. Yeah. Almost. I mean. <clears throat> yeah, that's true. And then. Your your the differential in your points is probably less because you can you just immediately can like fight back with points yeah as opposed to six right. people where it's like oh you scored three on your turn you scored four <laughs> you scored nothing yeah and, and I got gets yeah. back to you and you I got to make up for all thing. that yeah yeah, with yeah. one tile placement <laughs> one right turn mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah probably the worst tile <laughs> <laughs> yeah when you get Unless like you need six it. in a row yeah here I am on Squiggle Lane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just the S curves. Um, so I'm gonna say, yeah, maybe like three or four is my favorite. I agree. I've I've played a lot of two player games, and 
they're fun for a while and then it it's definitely more enjoyable i think to play with four people three or four i think four i think three was fun i would like to i liked four only i mean i've never played five i would like to try a five or even a six yeah i I think it'd get crazy but i'd be really fun i I think that would really that'd be really fun but it is amazing how many tiles go by in between like your tile your turn when you have like five people (laughs) right you know or like when you're playing with two people and there's five tiles left you're like oh everybody gets two more turns somebody gets that bonus turn right but if you're playing with five people that's this is my last tile (laughs) you know and there's still a lot that could happen plus the chances of you drawing the tiles you need i mean i say yeah i think with more people luck is like way more prevalent it's time (laughs) time for the rule change segment Well, anybody got any good ones? If you played with 84 people. <laughs> uh, well, I think AJ, like uh, he talked about, you guys played with an interesting variant. Yeah. Um, we, playing a lot of two-player games, we were trying to find ways to like make it a little more fun. So Adina had the idea that it's illegal to play a two a two-tile city. So uh, any city that's completed has to have at least three tiles. And then the only, like, issue that came up a lot is that it made a lot of illegal. Like, you would draw a tile, and considering that rule, there'd be, like, it'd be hard to place it. Like, there'd be places you could play it if you were making two city tiles. But since that's illegal, like, we got to the point where there were a lot more holes where, like, we legally couldn't fill them. Mm. And so that kind of was an issue. But it was really fun to just like not have that option because i did it all the time i just did little two city tiles all the time is that why she made the rule she yeah because i was stupid. farming and i was i was the only one farming she didn't farm and so mm-hmm. then i was just trying to make so many cities and she was like let's try not to do that and i was like okay I'll try it <laughs> <laughs> but it really was fun i enjoyed playing like that so that was a yeah cool, that would be a cool little change be fun mm-hmm. really simple yeah really easy thing to yep to change. And you just have to agree like you just have to doesn't like change the way you play or anything yeah just one person should lean back <laughs> sorry yeah <laughs> i mean honestly <laughs> that sounds fun that's cool mm-hmm. i was thinking if like we were kind of talked about we alluded to but when you get like all the expansions together and then having teams so you could play with more people so mm-hmm. Like if you had ten people or whatever, and you just bring two games over, and so you have two of each color, mm-hmm. oh, and I then see. you have like teams working together. Yeah. Like you could do a team. That would that would be kind of fun for more for more players, especially if you and, did like bring a big box, yeah. like eleven expansions or or whatever, six yeah. or eight expansions. Yeah, and all true. you, I mean, even to play like a big box with more people, all you would need is more like another set of meeples, we've said or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think playing teams would be cool. I think that'd be a neat little change. What would it, what would, I mean, would you just like play like normal, but you have two people that run think, the color? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. Um, you know, all the same legal stuff, but you could. You get twice the tiles, kind of. Like if you played a team game where it was like six people with three teams, that's not that different than just a three person game as far as like. Like red team gets to draw a tile, or red team gets to draw two tiles as it like goes around, you know. Yeah. Um, but you would get to like strategize together with multiple tiles drawn, 
it just maybe brings a, like a cooperative aspect to the game. Yeah, I enjoy team games. Just a way to change it up if you wanted. That'd right, be kind of fun. I mean, it would be kind of cool totally. to just like to like sneak attack from multiple you know, right. multiple people mm-hmm. are coming at the same thing. That was one thing I definitely thought was part of this game was uh, like I thought there was attacking because they have knights and like mm. road guards, highwaymen. Yeah. yeah, it's like I definitely thought there was some sort of battling aspect i didn't really <laughs> yeah, know what to, names, i really yeah. didn't know what to do going into it like i never really knew too much about this game so it's kind of a yeah it's an interesting game if you i mean when you first start it's unique yeah you know it's it's Catan-esque, but definitely very like very different you know yeah i mean one thing we didn't I don't, we didn't talk about is at the end scoring like how you get points for like unfinished things which is kind of neat um sometimes or the some of those expansions make it to where you don't get points for right right. certain things that was that actually kind of plays into a it's not really a rule change but just like a different way to play my my biggest like issue with this game is that you don't know who's winning until the end i kind of hate games where you just i've probably said this before but where you just like do a bunch of stuff until you trigger the end and then you count up points yeah. and somebody wins because it's just like I don't know it's not as fun as opposed to Catan for example where you're like you're going for a, a point total yep. and you know what everybody has and you're like all they have to do is x to right. to win and I got to right. do it before them and blah 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 you know it'd be kind of cool in this game if you just go ahead and like add the points as you go you know the inns and cathedrals really throws a wrench in this because you cannot yeah. score points. There, there are ways to not score the things. Right. But like every time you added a road tile, you just give yourself the point. Mm-hmm. And then if somebody joined your road, they immediately get like all the get points, all the points that were there. And How so would you have like a running score. If you did it you with know? cities, would you give yourself two points every time? And then if you don't end up finishing, do you have to subtract? I was thinking you could do that. I was thinking that you give yourself the one point minimum okay. every time you add, then you and then when you close up. it, then you get give that. yourself gotcha. You get like point. an extra point that's for cool. every tile. Yeah, because that's I a, mean, you could. Yeah, because that's like an yeah, up to date score. Like if yeah. the game ended, it'd be accurate. Mm-hmm. Farmers, that's cool. I like that. Farmers would be tough. That'd be well. I mean, no, you just add every time a city's completed. That's true. But then you would have to take away if somebody loses a farm, like. If, if like somebody oh, loses shit, and yeah. comes in on two and like takes over, oh, that that's farm. the same thing with the city too. That's I mean, there is there are times that you would have, have to, to go back subtract things, but like, but, I mean, I guess. But if you know you're doing that, really right? just addition. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like it's not impossible. Yeah, but those are little things to keep in mind. Yeah, it would complicate things a little bit, especially with like the farms. The cities would be a little bit easier. I mean, it, it's the same thing, but it just, like, is complicated. It seems like a lot like, of work for yeah. one person's feelings. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, Everybody perso- would have I personally to feel the same love way. when people don't have any idea how well I'm doing. <laughs> I know, I hate that. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought that'd be kind of interesting. Or if they're, like, in those situations, to add a battle aspect, there are no ties. So, like, if you have two people have a city, then you battle for it. Oh, that's cool. And I don't know. Maybe like maybe nice it's not even yeah, like maybe that. it's not even like whoever has the most, maybe that's how many dice you get to attack. Mm-hmm. And then you have to fight to settle. <laughs> and then there's no splitting. So, so even if there's cool. like a 
three person in a city and like a one and person one. like that yeah, one person does yep. get it <clears throat> one die versus three and just the highest yeah. highest die versus yeah. highest die or whatever yeah just like uh just like risk, risk you know no, no yeah. ties but no ties yeah ties would just re-roll you just re-roll yeah damn that's a great idea that'd, that'd be fun that'd be, be kind of cool to same with roads and farms it'd be yeah the same. everything yeah. like the tiebreakers there's no there's no ties and so like mm-hmm. then it really would be who of you to get in on every yeah. everything mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you're saying yeah, why not you're just gonna get that die yeah what if you could what if you didn't have to sneak attack what if you could just join add, a city yeah like <clears> you <throat> plays play a tile you can add add a guy to it right mm-hmm. away i mean there is like there is reason not to do that so because right. you just like use all your guys on a city that's not worth it you yeah. know you had to get one die when one guy might have three against you. Like, is it really worth it to play? Right. So it would be a choice you'd have. Uh-huh. And it's not always like it's a benefit. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't take away from the game, really. Maybe there's, like, like they have all these pieces. Maybe there's, like, an invader one where, like, that piece you can play in a city that somebody else has. And mm-hmm. then you, like, maybe immediately have to settle that. Is that what? There is one called the robber. I, know, I don't know I what don't, he does. I have no but. idea what he does. <laughs> <laughs> the inv- I mean, you said... Invader. I'm like, <laughs> it's very similar to the word robber. It is, but I didn't want to say that. <laughs> I didn't want to say, like, maybe you have a robber. Uh, they're on the road. Gotcha. Mm, when your meeples that. score points, another player's robber may steal a few of them. Oh. So maybe you can put a robber on, like, somebody's road mm-hmm. or something. That's cool. Huh. Something similar, but the invader. <laughs> you know <laughs> it's for cities huh? huh huh how about that guys it's really hard to not just come up with expansions i know right. rule, that's a good rule one. changes versus expansions yeah because one of the things that i mentioned to you guys i think is one of the things that bugs me about this game is that you still can score points yeah. on incomplete things the cities actually do a good job only giving you half but like roads and monasteries like there's no it's, there's it's very negative, you know, there's very little like incentive to try to complete them um so a rule change i had was like just don't you like change that like you can't score if it's not complete but then like you said like inns and cathedrals they did a really good job of doing that doing that so yeah yeah that's a good point i think that would be that would that's like could increase the difficulty a little bit you know Mm -hmm. just give you some incentive to close those things yeah there was like some <laughs> argument I saw online because I was trying to figure out. For some reason, when I first read the rules, I thought you couldn't you couldn't battle for roads. Like anybody who gets on a road gets the points, mm-hmm. and even if you have more, it doesn't matter. I don't know why I thought that, but I thought I read it somewhere, and then I went back and I was reading the rules, and I was like, I can't find this anywhere. <laughs> so <laughs> apparently, I made it up. I died same on with that like, mountain. Same <laughs> with the I explained jumping the river thing, like yeah. farm across the river. Yeah, right. It's fucking nowhere. Unwritten rule on Reddit. Yeah, board game geek. I well, think. that's that's where I so I searched for that rule to try to figure it out on a board game geek, and there was this argument. But this guy started with a bunch of people online, as as much of an argument over a board game can be. But <laughs> it Got was pretty heated. It, <laughs> somebody made some statement of like, yeah, like the only so somebody was saying, I think the question was like, but so you still score roads even if you don't finish them, you know? And, then the question came up like well what's the point of finishing the road in the first place and then somebody said well you get your meeple back and that could matter and this guy was pretty adamant about like that doesn't matter like why would you need that that is such a minor thing like you don't need your meeple back and some people were like "Uh, yeah you do but he was like very adamant about that that's stupid you just don't need that it's that's a very small benefit to closing a road 
And I was like, literally every game every. I've played, I run out of meeples. That's the thing, yeah. Yeah. A meeple back. Every game. And so mm-hmm. somebody came back and said, like, well, if you run out, you need those. And he's like, oh, yeah, but I mean, if. I guess. Right. You have seven of them. How are you yeah, going to run out? Exactly. <laughs> I was like, I don't think I'm playing the same In my first yet, seven right? tiles, I will run out. <laughs> yeah. Robbie, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's your, like, strategy. Just run out of meeple. Out there. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't even. Play a tile, them. put a meeple on. Hope for them to close. <laughs> yeah. <quickly. laughs> Yep. Right. Yeah, especially cities. Four farmers on <laughs> like all four corners of a road. I usually do one farmer <laughs> to start. Yeah, I'm definitely I'm definitely gonna stop doing that now. <laughs> After hearing Josh how he plays. Like, fuck I, I definitely wasn't thinking about it quite like that. I know I'm gonna kick his ass next time. <laughs> we're all just gonna I'm tie because sure. we're all doing Josh's method. <laughs> Um. What else? What else? They what if there were like so many? What if there was like a way to fly? Space. Like if there was like a flying machine? Like a flying oh, machine. <laughs> a flying machine. Yeah. No that way that would work. Or like a gold <laughs> yeah. mine. Yeah. Or like if you could get gold somehow. <laughs> or a dragon with miners send messages across the land. There's one. I know. There's some expansion that introduces like commodities or like for like <clears> the <throat> farmer. Yeah. And just getting more towards I mean, Catan. Yeah. There's a yeah. crop circle. Yeah, there are crop Mysterious circles. circles appear in the fields of Carcassonne, holding a strange power over the knights, thieves, and farmers. Hmm. Sounds interesting. The, I guess, <clears throat> I wonder if there's expansions that do more than just give you different ways to earn points, which well, like is it looks the point, like but. this messenger's one. It, that, I mean, they add, I don't know, if, on the big box that we're looking at here, there's like new tile that has yeah a little message messenger on it. Thing. There's a what looks like a whiskey barrel. Oh yeah, those are the commodities I was talking about. Some sort of just hat just turns it into clans. <laughs> Could be silk and wheat hat. Is there a stock market? <laughs> yeah, <thing? laughs> yeah. It's basically just sheep. All the games we've covered in one. <laughs> it's yeah, kind of funny games are interesting because in that they. Like somehow all the games we played are they're different, you know. They like add there's no repeats necessarily. Some of the mechanics repeat, but Right. It's very much like somebody's played Catan and they're like, Oh, what if you could do this? And then they made Carcassonne and they're like, Oh, what if what yeah. if guys? Now what if you market. could tra- yeah, yeah. <laughs> trade commodities? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's call that something different though. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like like Carcassonne stocks? No, no. <laughs> Clans of Clans Caledonia. It's true. Carcassonne stocks. <laughs> <laughs> totally. But yeah, you can definitely. I mean, you can feel an influence. I guess. Yeah. Oh, for sure. There are aspects. Cl- all these Klauses at the Klaus convention coming up with games. <laughs> maybe hey, Klaus. 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 Um, I got nothing else. Yeah, I'm. Go- I'm good. I can't really ready for the old, any, old questions. Long. I can't think of any questions or any questions people might have about this game. I think we've answered every potential question <clears throat> that could ever possibly come up. It's true. Yeah. If you're not an expert by now, what the fuck, fuck are you, you doing? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's dive into some ratings. Alrighty. Anybody got theirs ready to go? Yeah, I could. Uh, Robbie, I could throw let's a number. Start with you. I could throw a number out. Let's start with rules and playability. Okay. Well, for my rating, I'm going to say this game is really easy to learn. I think it's really easy to play. Um, and I'm going to give it like 
a couple of the points on on master the game because I think you learn how to play it. There's really not a lot to it. Um, there's not like more strategies you learn as you go. Like once you have a few things down, it's pretty much it. Um, but everybody has those same strategies, and it's it's like really well balanced. So I'm going to give it a couple of those points. I am going to take away the real life point on this one. I don't think like you you go into a city and then you complete the city and now i have a right point. like i don't yeah i don't see the trans any random person first of all you built the city you built part of the city and then <laughs> right. you just yeah. get, went in there and now you're the knight I think it's yeah a little... <laughs> it's it's kind of dumb um so i'm gonna give it uh eight points total. yeah nice eight. Eight. ocho what about you there cool i'll go next um my rating based on strategy um I think there is some really good strategy. Obviously, we learned that Josh, the way Josh sort of thought about it, um, there were some aspects there that Robbie and I hadn't, and it really, really worked out for him. Um, we'll get to update our scoreboard here in a little bit, and you'll find out that Josh kicked our ass since last we talked. <laughs> um, so I do think it's a it's a really pretty good strategy game. I think I think your strategy can can work really well. Um, that being said, I do think, especially later in the game, luck does play a factor. You need a few things to sort of like go your way and draw the correct tile for what you're doing. So I think it's kind of a really cool balance of strategy and with a little bit of luck. So that all being said, I think I'm going to give it an eight for strategy. Nice. It's between seven and eight, but I think I think I like eight. It's good. It's between seven and nine, really. Yeah. I mean, I was between seven (laughs) and nine, but then I just decided to give it an eight. (laughs) It's hard. All nice. Right. Well, how about you, Josh? I think this is um, my opportunity to talk about the replayability of the game. It's very replayable. I I liked the I mean the base game. I feel like I could replay with not even adding the river. I could, I feel like I could play that game over and over and over. I just love that it like even like Catan like the the randomness is okay but like the randomness of this game is just unparalleled every single piece literally changes the game every time you play it um and i like that like it doesn't have to be huge like i don't think i do i wouldn't even need all the expansions to keep enjoying it so um i'd give it a 10 simple even bringing new people to play their first time they can like literally uh, win the first time playing mm-hmm. with like very few rules and stuff and and they enjoy it so um yeah i think this is and unlike cult after the first time you play like you want to go back and play yeah, this like right immediately away. <laughs> right because it doesn't take very long and yeah. like it's so much fun and the scoring like it's usually a pretty close game so everybody is having fun it's not like you score two points and it's just so hard you don't understand it so um, I'm gonna give this a full, a full Monty. A ten. A ten. A ten. A ten. Eight point six repeating. Oh, what this doesn't automatically do it. You should drag the WTF, mate. Drag the thing down. WTF, Mike. Eight point six. That's gotta be like. Is that that's such an average of our scores, right? Aren't we always like eight point three or eight point six? <laughs> Probably we should try to we should we should go on a mission to find like a shitty game that we're like right got one probably pretty easy (laughs) got found it Um, what is it clue where we all gave it a (laughs) ten hi ho cherryo 
I'm just kidding. Something, yeah. Got this game I've been playing with Elnora called Sneaky Snacky Squirrel. <laughs> it's pretty fun, actually. <laughs> what, what would you give it strategy-wise? Z- none. It's all luck. Do you think it's easy to learn? Yes. How about easy? How about the difficulty of play? Easy. Super easy. Would you say that it's hard to master? No. What do you do in a sneaky, <laughs> snacky squirrel? Um, you have like a little log, and you're trying to collect nuts for the winter, and they're colored. And you just spin a dial, and if it lands on blue, you get to take the blue nut. And then, so that's the base game. But then there's like, there's like a hurricane wind that can come up, and it will blow all your nuts back. Or you can steal. There's the sneaky squirrel. So you can steal. Like if you need a blue nut, you can steal someone's blue nut. And to win, you have to get a like one of each color. There's a little strategy. That's there. pretty good. Cool. Like man, you just you just gotta it's, delve in. No, you just gotta play with an adult. You just spin the thing. <laughs> any any game where there's a spinner, I don't think there's much strategy involved. Like Unless your, it's like only a very small part of the game, but. I mean, I bring it up all the time, but Hi-Ho Cherry-O. I feel like it's like the first board game I ever got as a little kid. And you flick a little thing, mm-hmm. and there's cherries in a tree, and you have a little basket. And you flick it, and it gives you a number, and that's how many cherries you can take off the tree. And that's it. <laughs> I don't even know if I ever played it right, but as far as I know, yeah, yeah. you flick it, and it's whoever yeah. gets the most cherries. Right. After, so once whoever. all the cherries are gone. <laughs> nice. At one point, that was challenging, you know? I was like, yeah. I don't know right? what that number even is. Right. <laughs> I get all, all the cherries. <laughs> yeah. Elnor has his like soup building game where you just like you pick a recipe card and it tells you like six different ingredients and you literally just pick them up and put them in the pot and then you just have one. And then you did it. That's it. <laughs> yep. It was for like a one year old. And you win. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like teaching them like this is an acorn. That's it. That's the whole point. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Just look at a picture and know what it is. <laughs> well, hopefully like we never actually get to one of those games that yeah. we actually yeah. spend a good amount of money on. <laughs> That's true. What's I the lowest score anyone's ever? G- it's we have no uh, one's given a five. Seven point right? three. No, I mean the individual score. Six. Six. Yeah, that's what I thought. It's you constantly. There's a lot of sixes. Nice. You're the naysayer. <laughs> okay. I'm I, I did one six. Realist, one might say. I don't think I did a six. No. So you're zero. I mean, based on everything we have played, His zero your is floor is is a seven or a six so you're rating everything between seven and ten. Seven and ten that's a good yeah mine is um i've never given a seven how about that <laughs> that's weird but you've and you've only given one six one six so it's every eight and up eight, mostly nine, ten a yeah. lot of tens wow <laughs> turns out board games in general are pretty replayable yeah. i've given six tens <laughs> by nature six out of four Ten, uh, six out of ten. Yes. Six perfect scores. Wow. You love games. How many ten? I don't think. How many tens have I given? I, I play them all again. Like three? Uh, two. Two. Colt and Clue. <laughs> it's a little weird, but. You're doing good. I kind of regret my whole, like, strategy is, like, versus luck. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> kind of pigeonholes me. Hey, yeah. it happens. I never would have actually given Clue a ten, but. When you say it like that, you just fucking have to. Right. <laughs> it's true. No luck involved. All right, let's um, update the scoreboard. I don't know. Yeah, rather, let's do it. Rather not. Let's <laughs> update. In this last week, slash month, or whatever it's been, um, we played Carcassonne only, 
It's we true. played three games of Carcassonne between the three of us. Mm-hmm. And um, Josh won all three. What? He did what? Yeah, won all three. So, Dang oh, it. that boy. That brought him from last place to tied for first. Tied for first. With AJ, which puts me in Dang last. It. So, AJ has 10, Josh has 10, Dang. and I have nine. Very close, close actually. Yeah, yeah really close. close. All right, well, should we put this baby to bed? Let's put her to bed. All right. If you want to get a hold of us, if you have some questions or comments, or you just want to shout us out and say, hey, guys, I love what you're doing, or please don't produce these anymore, anything, really, right? feel free to reach out to us via email, via social media. Our email is boardgamesocialclub at gmail.com, and our Instagram slash Facebook handle is at BGSC Podcast. Like us. And follow. Like and subscribe. Subscribe. Damn it. <laughs> like and follow. And follow. And though. follow. Yeah, sure. Don't follow. Don't forget. There's three things to do. Like, follow, subscribe, do it all. Send an email with a question. Any question. <laughs> Favorite color. Yeah. Any question. Just send yeah. them in. Keep them coming. In the following weeks slash months, keep an eye out <laughs> for our new episode that we'll be releasing. We're going to tackle a game called back to the future maybe you heard of it maybe you heard of it the board game maybe or the you've movie seen it. maybe you've seen it maybe you know how it ends already it yeah. is uh it's I a game sure don't. and we're super excited about it it's uh is it from the same same uh makers as joss there are a is lot of true? them and i think the one that we're gonna play with when we discuss it is not the jaws one okay not the not jaws the maker one it's yeah. not uh, like two acts two acts i think it's similar in in terms of being co-op but i don't think it's a two act thing so, gotcha anyway but so you can not, expect a lot of great scots and we're probably gonna say that i'm gonna say that a lot right yeah great scott great other quotes because <laughs> we're gonna have a guest named scott we're gonna be like that was great scott great scott that was great scott just kidding that's not what happened that's just a terrible joke Good task. <laughs> Anyways, keep a keep an ear, a weather ear out to the horizon. I don't know. That sounds <laughs> dumb, but uh, yeah, we're gonna be playing another game coming up be, soon. So could be coming back. We'll be coming back to the future. Coming back. Gotta get back in. We'll play some Huey Lewis in the news, <laughs> just on repeat. Thank you for listening to the BGSC. We'll see you next time around the tabletop. Bye now. All right. Next, number of people. Gosh, when you talk like that, it makes you sound like a radio announcer. Next. (laughs) Next up. Check out this Coming sweet on little nine tune. Coming on the 9 to 5s. <laughs> kind of nasally. <laughs> it's old school. It's like retro. Coming on the 9 to 5. <laughs> Coming around. Need a sweet like, DJ name. <laughs> Mine's DJ Warren T, obviously. Right. <laughs> what about you guys? <laughs> I mean, I you guys don't have one? thought or? of this on the way over. No, no I don't have it. <laughs> I've never, I've never. DJed. We need nicknames. We need BGSC <laughs> nickname, like host, host names. True, we gave Patrick one on his first yeah. day, and then we didn't. Yeah. And his his he first and last too. day. I just keep <laughs> calling you guys Robbie and Josh. Damn it, DJ Warren T. Like it. Yeah.
All right. Sounds like the word warranty. Did yeah. You, oh, shit. Also, <laughs> you're like, oh my god, <laughs> never thought of that. And he'll also be calling you about your car's extended warranty. <laughs> DJ Warranty. <laughs> Man, that name sounds so much shittier now. It's way cooler when you're thinking about DJ warranty. warranty. Right? Yeah. Wow. You just man, gotta say you really that. fucked it. You gotta <laughs> You gotta say warranty. You know, you gotta really. I don't know if you can fix it. That <laughs> guy like still only <laughs> I only hear warranty. Because that's what you're saying. <laughs> that's why. You yeah, it. it makes sense. Oh. Yeah, it's funny that you never like heard it before. Like no. heard it like that. Now I'll never unhear it. I never heard it like, for any... how many years? I never, never heard you say that, that before. Never. I don't think so. You got my homie hemmed up. Yeah, I know what it's from. I just <laughs> never heard. <laughs> I never heard you say. I get the reference. I just warranty. <laughs> don't remember. You that doesn't a change anything. <laughs> <laughs> at the high school that they all teach at Klaus Jurgen Reedy's a high school teacher I'll be damned I'll be darned give him a 10 you teach huh, huh? give him a <laughs> <laughs> no man look at that guy I'm gonna do that <laughs> no <laughs> not, not into that sort of thing <laughs>